Your move, creep. Mission luck, Bruiser. You both Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. It's the only thing I know how to do. It's a good-looking boy. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate. That's right, Lord! Welcome to Earth. You crossed the line. You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Retrograde, the podcast where we talk about older movies. We talk about how they were made, how they were received, and whether or not they still hold up. I am Austin. And I'm George, your co-host. So today, we're actually not really reviewing a movie. We're not. We're going to be talking about a bunch of different movies, but we're not going to be focusing on one entirely. Austin, what are we doing today? Today, we are going to be peeling back the podcasting process and letting you know how we decide what movie we do next. But we're going to put all like bells and whistles on and make it like an episode. So I have with me four movies that I think would make great episodes. George has five movies because he can't follow directions. Absolutely not. Hell no. You tell me that you tell me don't run on the road. I'm going to run on the road and get hit by a car. And I'm gonna live because I'm that lucky. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna call an ambulance and get you on the stretcher and be like, "All right, George, I still need you to edit this episode. So can you think you can do it? <laughs> uh, I'll find a way to do it. But as the stretcher's carrying me, I'll be like, YOLO, oh, oh, YOLO. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I I have four serious films that I'm thinking would be great for the podcast. And I have a, I started off with four and then I included the fifth one because it was just something that I found out recently. And I was like, oh, I've always heard about this. I'm just going to throw it out there and maybe it might get picked. I don't know, but we'll see. All right. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to like name off our movies and then we're going to give each other vetoes. We get two vetoes each. And then after we eliminate four movies, we're going to look at the movies carefully and judge them by their by a li- a a list of criteria we have that I we've come up with looking at our previous episodes and seeing which ones did very well, which ones were like really fun to talk about. So we have this list of criteria. Um one is the disparity between audience reactions and critical reactions. This is your Star Wars Last Jedi. This is your Justice League and your Justice League Snyder cut. It's it's Speed Racer. Yes, Speed Racer. Perfect example. And that was one of our more popular episodes, I think. And even like like the social media engagement, like that one, it popped off on Instagram and Twitter compared to like the other posts. Also on the list is pop culture staying power. Like, how relevant is this movie in the pop culture lexicon of today? This is your Ghostbusters, your Star Wars, you know? Uh, Star Wars is a lot of these, huh? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, man. We're going to have to do a Star Wars episode in the future. In the future. I hope Star Wars isn't on either of our lists. It is not. We're just, okay. that, that's like a big, that's a big one, man. I gotta yeah, like, we're going to have to do it. Yeah. All right, and then fun to talk about. Some movies are just like really fun to talk about. Yeah, I mean this is this is a Speed Racer episode. Yeah, because you and I love this movie so much, and we think it's such a great film, and it it does so much. It does so much well. It's like 
honestly, I feel like, but even before recording the podcast, you and I had spoken about Speed Racer on multiple occasions. Yeah. It was one of the first hours. things that we, I think it was part of the reason why we became friends, I think, was that like, I was like, Speed Racer is awesome. And then you agreed with me. And I'm like, huh. what? <laughs> <laughs> what? But I, I can't even blame you, though, because Speed Racer, uh, it doesn't feel like a lot of people talk about it. You know, it was a while ago. You know, and when people talk about Speed Racer, it's like, oh, that kid's movie. Oh, that CGI yeah. throw up or vomit. It's like, bro, you don't, you're clearly on a different level. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my third eye is open. So you need to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we have uh, one of us, may- maybe two of us, has strong feelings about the movie. Okay. So I actually have one on my list. That I have strong feelings about, and I feel like you're gonna have strong feelings about. That Even makes though a great you haven't episode. seen it. Makes yeah, I think that clash is gonna be great. Oh, this was our Transformers episode. Yeah, that was our Transformers yeah, I... episode. Also Independence Day. Yes. Um also Candyman. Um, yes, yeah. You went in deep for Candyman. Yeah, and what else was like this? Or what one of us? Munich. I think you were yeah, Mun- you were like Munich. And I'm like, why not Jurassic Park? And you're like, no, Munich. I'm like, all right. And I'm like, well, this is a pretty cool movie. Oh, uh, kind of in a in a weird way, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, had, yes, exactly. Because we had Brandon over mm-hmm. from uh, his podcast. Cine Nation. Uh, Brandon C- from the Cine Nation podcast. Yeah, and he, we, I, I had never seen Blues Brothers. You had, but a long time ago. But it's one of his favorite films. Yeah. So... And I, that's one of my. That's still one of my favorite episodes too. Yeah, I think it I, is I, in our top five. I think. Yeah. The Blues Brothers I, episode. Absolutely. Oh, another one. The one we just recently put up, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. You and Heather had such a strong connection about it. Hmm. Um, that's another thing is a personal relationship with the movie. Like it's not just a movie to you. Like it is a place of comfort. Like you've watched this thing over and over again as a kid. You've got like memorabilia from it or something. And I think that makes this, a that makes a great episode. I mean, Willy Wonka was for you, uh, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, you suggested uh, it, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I love that movie." But also, I mean, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, oh, Speed Racer yeah. for both Little mm-hmm. Speed Racer for both of us. Yeah, uh, and and Children of Men because that's my yes, favorite movie. That's right. That's another. I think that's also in our top five. Uh, Children yeah, of Men, love- and we also have like relevance to today. And that's something that might help people find the the episode when we post it. Like, what's out right now in, like, Godzilla versus Kong? Like, if we mm-hmm. dropped a Kong episode, like, last week, we would have had all the people looking for Godzilla versus Kong. Maybe they'd see our thing, you know, if we yeah. did, like, an older Godzilla movie or, like, the Kong movie from 2005. Um, and we we've talked about episodes that we want to do you and i to kind of reach that a little bit more uh because we want to do a harry potter episode mm -hmm. and lord of rings because they're gonna they're going to celebrate their 20th or 20th anniversaries because they both released in 2001 so we want to push that a little bit more i think there are two films at least on my list that are very relevant to today okay Um, so how are we gonna list our movies should i just should we just list them and then you list them and then we'll we'll talk about veto. them? Veto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could. So, uh, yeah, so we could. So you name your four. I'll name my five. 
Um, and we will we'll talk about them. Throw out your then, joke one first, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and because and because I'm walking in with five, you get three vetoes. Because okay, because uh, it, it needs to go two into two, right? Right. Um, so you'll have three vetoes, and then we'll we'll move on from there. So we'll we'll you know we'll shoot the shit for a bit with these uh, talking about these films. Okay. So do you want to start? Um, throw out your joke one first. Or no, okay. where should we save it for last? Uh, okay, yeah, we'll save it for last. Oh shoot! No, we forgot. We forgot to what? talk about the wild card. See, we oh. we started like I I kind of want to have a relationship with our audience. So I posted on our stories, like, hey, what movie do you think we should talk about next? And I got a bunch of responses. And that was really cool. And I got to Very make... good responses. I got to make responses to those responses. And that was kind of fun. It took, like, all day. But it was fun. Uh, and I liked man, it. your responses were clever. Thanks, man. <laughs> there, there was one that made me laugh. Oh, which one? It was the uh, <laughs> Team America one. <laughs> <laughs> I... I saw that and I was audibly laughing. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It was it was it was a, a creme de la creme response. Thanks, man. <laughs> I, I the but, first one I think was a picture of Sirius, and I'm like, I can't keep taking cat pictures for everything. <laughs> oh, you could have though, because Sirius is such a oh, I love Sirius. I would have been I would have been content with Sirius pictures. Or Hobbs. Man, you topped it really well. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Um, All right, so our so we have our wild cards that we're gonna bring in yeah. later on. We're gonna bring them in at the end. So like when we talk about all our movies, we get all our vetoes out the way. We say this one matches our criteria best. We're gonna go to the audience suggestions, and then oh, we also got uh, an someone emailed us a suggestion too. Yes, um, I think we're just gonna do that as an episode eventually, but not have that next because the, the dude took it took time. I think it's, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but. He took time in making an email and telling us why we should talk about it. And then he also sent us a message on Facebook and stuff. So for sure, we're going to talk about um, The Beast of War. came out in 1988, I think. Absolutely. I've never heard about it. But Me the either. way he's describing it, the way he described it sounds incredible. I'm yeah. really excited to watch it. So I feel like this is a, this is a must episode yeah. like, we have to make this because i need to form my own opinion about it mm-hmm. and because he took the time to make an email and reach out and i'm like you know what props to you bro like yeah. i like the initiative we're gonna mm-hmm. do it <laughs> i'm looking forward to the day when people send us so many emails we just can't get to all of them so we'll find a way we'll, we'll find a way. all of them <laughs> yeah every single one of yeah. them yeah um and then at the very end of the episode we have a special announcement um so you know, make sure you listen to the whole thing. Hopefully, it'll be fun to listen to. So let's let's get into it. Let's start this um, weird tournament bracket thing going. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the special announcement? You don't know? Oh, it's going to be even more special then. <laughs> wait, what, what? Wait, wait. How do I not know about the announcement? All right. Well, stay till wait, the no, end, George. No, you you told me. I just forgot. Right? Yeah, I told you. Okay. Oh, I, I feel like I know. Oh, I feel like I know what it is. All right. Okay, okay so. Okay. I, I feel like I know what it is. Okay. So that, should I name two and then you name two? Yeah, we'll do it that oh, way. Actually, name your joke one first. Josie and the Pussycats. Dude, this is on my list. <laughs> it is, it is the, first, the first one that I picked when I oh, was trying to come up with this. You've mentioned it before. I love this movie. 
And I just found out that it's celebrating its, it's 20th, 20th anniversary. anniversary. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I and it like I don't I don't remember exactly the conversation we've had, but you've mentioned it. I you even told me like, oh, what you've never seen it. That's what I remember. It's so good. So and ahead like, of its time. And I'm like, you know what? I've never seen it. But fuck it. Like, that's what this podcast is about. Like, yeah. you know, yes, I'd like to revisit films that I've seen. But I also want to see new shit that I've never seen. Candyman, Little Shops of Horror. I'm like, fuck it. You know what? Josie and the Pussycats. Let's do it. Let's go. It's on Hulu. Right. Why not? Awesome. So that automatically gets a, a pass. That's in the semifinals right now. Since it's on both of our lists, I'm not yes. going to veto it. No, I'm not either. Okay. So um, I also have on my list... I was going to say that one first. My second one is Space Jam. Oh! No reaction. Fuck! How did I not think? Okay. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm not vetoing that one. Fuck. Space Jam. Well, we got to veto some of them. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I, I, feel, I have such a great story about it. Yeah, remember you told me that uh, you have only seen this movie in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, like, okay, when I watch this movie, should I watch it in Spanish and you watch it in English and we'll, like, get that experience that the other one has? The the other one has had? I've I've seen clips of it in English, though, and part of me, like, I might just have to switch it to Spanish because I don't... Michael Jordan doesn't sound like this. He has to to sound like a Mexican guy. (laughs) Hola, soy Michael Jordan. Bugs Bunny, ¿qué estás haciendo? That's how Michael Jordan sounds in my head. <laughs> how does how does Bugs Bunny say, We need your help? Oh, I can't even remember though, Bugs Bunny. I can't, Are it, you the man? <laughs> it's and honestly, it is a timely film. It's very yes. timely. I mean, look, we have that one's a good film because we have a I have a lot of opinions about it. Um people have said it hasn't aged well. I'm curious to see it. It is very heavily CGI, so I'd be really curious to go back and see how that's aged. And the new one with LeBron's coming up. Yeah. So it is a it is a one, two, three. Sting like a honey or what is it? Oh, what, my what is God. It? The, uh, fly, fly like, like a, a butterfly, butter- sting like a bee. That's 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 Space Jam. That's exactly. Damn, that's such a great choice. Fuck. All right. Why didn't I think of it? <laughs> All right. Give give me your two and I'll save my other two for after. Okay. So my picks are a little bit more random, but it's more one of them. Two of them are very pointed, and two of them are kind of like, I've been meaning to rewatch them. The first one is 13 Going on 30. I watched this with Jennifer Gardner a long time ago, and I saw a clip of it with Mark Ruffalo, and I kind of forgot that he was in the film. And I'm like, (laughs) I want to see Mark Ruffalo before he hulked out. I want to see, you know? And I, I think it's a fun film. It's like, I just, I feel like it's different from the films that we normally talk about. Munich, yeah. Robocop, you know what I mean? I want to add a little yeah. bit more variety. I want to, I want, I want a little bit more sauce in it, you know? And I think Josie and the Pussycats, 13 Going on 30, very female-centric films. I'm like, why not? Like, let's do it. Look, man, I had a blast with Legally Blonde, right? Yeah. And I'd never seen it. And again, I told you, I grew up thinking like, fuck out of here. What is this? <laughs> Same. So, so I'm like, you know what? I want to rewatch 13 going on 30. I loved it back then. Am I still going to love it? I don't know. Like, I'd like to revisit it and change it up. Like, right. change up our, our, our movies. So. That's what my other two selections are. Like, I'm trying to change it up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So give me another one. <laughs> this is a weird one. I- I'm going all 180. Boogie Nights. 
Boogie Nights. Yes. <laughs> Boogie Nights. Because I forgot how funny this movie is. But also how depressing the second half is. It is so is. sad. Oh my god. I is... will never listen to Jesse's Girl the same way. Because of this you movie. You can't. And, and, and again, that first half is hilarious. But then it just gets darker and darker. And I feel like I want to rewatch it because it is about the porn industry, right? Mm-hmm. But now with the inclusion of OnlyFans nowadays, I feel like I just kind of want to see Boogie Nights and revisit it knowing how the porn industry went and kind of how OnlyFans has come. I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get very much of like the the cam home cam setup uh, in Boogie Nights because no. Boogie Nights is very much about the industry and like all yeah. the people behind it, whereas OnlyFans... Like all the the power is in the, the creators. The creators. Part of uh, me, it's it, I kind of except was for when of, Bella Thorne decides to open up her OnlyFans and oh, fuck and everything what's that, up. <laughs> what's that new girl, the bad baby? Uh, Cash me outside. How about that? Yeah, well, her, she, yeah, she, yeah, she made a ton of money when she because she made an OnlyFans. I mean, the issue but, with the Bella Thorne thing was that she um, was selling nudes, but when she sold them, they weren't nudes. So people wanted yeah. a refund and that caused like a huge, like thing within well, only OnlyFans fans changed their, pol- changed their policy yeah. after that. And I mean, I think there's a whole thing. Yeah. It's, there's it, a lot it, to get not, into. I think there's other movies that could dwell into the only fans thing a little bit more, but I think Boogie Nights would be interesting because obviously it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Love the film. Haven't seen it in a while. But I kind of want to re- go about it with the same way as I went with the HBO Max thing, where it's like, let's try to see maybe how we got to this point and what we can extrapolate. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe it might not be a one for one, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to see if there's a correlation there or if it's not. And also, it's just an entertaining film. Uh, it's one of my favorite PTA films. So Same. That's why Boogie Nights is on there. All right. So I, have, I said my three. Your other two. Okay, my other two. Yeah, someone submitted a suggestion about this documentary from 2005 called My Name is Grace Lee. And it's about um, how people tend to think of Asian women as like a monolith. It, from what the, I'm from watching the trailer, you know, and it kind of breaks it down, shows who these different Grace Lees are as individuals. And also, it's a movie that is centered around like Asian American culture and I was thinking like man we haven't done anything that represents uh, Asian people in the movies that we've selected right mm-hmm. like there's nothing so the next two films I picked were about well, one of them is from South Korea and one of them is from Hong Kong the mm-hmm. South Korean one is called the good the bad and the weird oh shit okay and it's you okay. know it's like it's kind of a parody not really a parody it's kind of loosely based off of the good the bad and the ugly which is a western which is a genre we haven't touched yet um oh man you're right there's so many asian-centric films that we haven't even we haven't even gone into yeah and this one is directed by uh kim ji Woon, who also directed a tale of two sisters which is a really great um like magical realism horror film so good it's oh, one of shit. it used to be one of my favorite it probably is one of my favorite horror movies really yeah um but this one is like a a fun like action comedy it's so funny 
and it came out in 2008. Okay. Then the second movie I picked recently, recently, it was one Jackie Chan's birthday very recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we got it. We haven't done a Jackie Chan movie. We got to get like Hong Kong, like Jackie Chan, like in his prime movie. Mm-hmm. I will do Rush Hour eventually, but yeah. I want like, you know, Jackie Chan. So I picked Wheels on Meals. Okay. I know what you're thinking. Isn't it Meals on Wheels? No. <laughs> they they changed the name to Wheels on Meals because they were superstitious about the movie starting with an M. So they just reversed it. Wheels on Meals. <laughs> I um, mean, okay. That's a, that's a way around it. And this movie also features like this like fight scene with a real life martial artist. Like he might be an MMA guy before MMA was a thing. Benny Urquidez. Urquidez. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it like you've probably seen the fight before. It's one of the best like hand to hand fights in the film. And yeah, this looks like a cool movie to watch. I've never seen it all the way through, but I love Jackie Chan so. Huh. Those are my picks. Damn. Good good picks, man. Good picks. Damn. All right. So for my last two, going, I'm going to start off with a pretty controversial one. But I feel like it could be an entertaining episode between you and me. And I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I got some things to say about Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to get some things off oh, my man, chest. Oh, man, it's happening. It's... I, it's a very problematic film. I haven't seen it in a long time. But I remember really liking and digging it. But I do want to revisit it because I think... I think it'd be an entertaining episode because I know how you're going to feel about it. And I think it's going to be like equally like Transformers. I liked it and you don't. I am curious to see how it would play out if I'm able to articulate why I like it. And also personally to see like, oh... Because I knew some of these things didn't didn't even age well or weren't even appropriate back then. How does it feel watching it now, given everything that's happened in the past almost 14 years since the film came out? I think it would be really cool to revisit that and see. You know what I mean? And I, I think people kind of are very easy to, like, blow it off because it's, like, one of those super bad Eddie Murphy films like Pluto, The Adventures of Pluto Snatch and Norbit, obviously. And I'm like, you know what? How mu- how often do people actually watch those films? Or because it's sometimes I feel like you just hear, oh, this is a bad movie, and people will just kind of like take that yeah. persona on. It's like, oh, it's an awful film. And I'm I'm always of the assumption like give something a chance because you never know, right? Like people people said like, oh, this movie's bad, and I watch it, and I love it. And then the opposite happens where people are like this movie's so amazing, it's so great, and I watch them like that shit. That yeah. you think that's amazing. And Austin and I had a whole discussion about WandaVision where Big that fan. essentially happened. Yeah, I'm I'm not crazy about it where people are like WandaVision is some next level shit. And I watched I'm like this shit? I mean, I still like the show, but I think it's very important to people to actually watch these things, right? And mm-hmm. actually make their own opinions about it. And I feel like Norbit is one of those where it's like it was blown off very easily. Um, but it was hugely popular. You know, it was in like the conversations that people had and stuff. So I, I'd like to, I'd like to dive in a little bit deeper into it. And I think it'd be a, a relatively interesting episode between you and I, right? Because I think it highlights uh, our taste very yeah. much. So, you know what I mean? I think it's another transformers episode where it's like, okay, 
this is a film where they clearly do not see eye to eye, and I want to see the Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, okay. And then your so, your last pick? Now, this last film is a serious choice, and it doesn't follow our rule, because I, we're usually always saying we want something between 2009, 10, with some wiggle room, obviously. Yeah. This film was released in 2011. Oh. So it just barely missed the cutoff. But I think it's really important. It's one of my favorite films. 2011 was 10 years ago. 10 years. It's This movie is going to celebrate its 10 Or Actually, let me let me check when it actually... No, it's going to be 11 years because it came out in 2010. So just barely missed the cutoff. Well, it was released in uh, October of 2010. I think it's an important film. I think it's a great film. I think it deals with a lot of the things that we are still talking about today. And I want to talk about it. It's The Social Network. The Social Network. Yeah, have you seen it? I have seen it. I saw it in theaters. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it at home. Because my boss, my dad's boss, let him borrow the DVD. Whoa, you let it get on home video before you saw it. Wow. Yeah. So I was and, gonna, I was wanting to go see this movie in theaters because of the trailer with like the kid chorus doing the um, Radiohead song. Oh, that teaser was amazing. The Aaron Sorkin writing it, David Fincher directing. Yeah. Um, the the poster, you don't get to 500 million friends without making a few enemies. It, 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 the the marketing the, was... The score, too, was done by Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. So I fucking pre-ordered that score before I saw the movie. <laughs> and it, it kicked off a decade-long friendship between them. Because then they would sco- score The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. The Watchmen. Girl, which is Watchmen. Oh, yeah, Watchmen. They did uh, Patriot's Day together. They recently did David Fincher's new film, Mank. So, and it's and there's stuff, their stuff's incredible. It's incredible. They scored uh, ben, uh, Ken Burns' uh, Vietnam War documentary. Really? Yeah. These guys have, have a really good friendship with each other. I think and they've been really friends for a while. But, yeah, they, that's, well, when it, that's when, like... Work- they started to shift gears into making music for movies. Yeah. And, and television. They knocked it out of the park, man. I think they did a phenomenal job. And I feel like... I mean, look, man. Nowadays, how many socials do people have? I mean, you have to have more than one. Um, this is the movie about the social network. And it's about these two guys creating this company. But it also deals with, like, sexism can be found. Uh, the ethical rules and plays behind all these things and now and look man facebook is doing a lot of shitty things nowadays oh, we can they, get into they, all the shady things that they've been doing exact they recently they just recently i think they got hacked or one of their one of the companies that they work for got hacked and hundreds and millions of people's info got leaked their phone numbers and stuff and facebook in a weird way blamed their clients, their their customers, <laughs> the people who use the app, it's crazy. So, so much shit has happened in the ten, in the past ten years with Facebook. We gotta talk about it. Facebook mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things to come in our generation, and it's gonna be ten years. We could we could talk about the actual film, and we could talk about everything that's happened, and we could get yeah. into internet culture. How totally? How did this movie portray internet culture, and how have we gotten? to this point 
right? Where people's information are leaking. And now we have influencers. And now we have all these competing uh, uh, apps and Facebook buying Instagram and stealing uh, from Snapchat. And it's it's crazy. Yeah. And you know the best part about it? What? Is that the movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, the movie is really good. And I'm like, we could spend an entire four hours talking about just the movie. Okay. And that that's not even talking about the real life Facebook. So I think okay. social network is like, I don't want to talk about it. All right. You've, you justify your reason for including it on the list. All right. So now we should do the veto uh, segment, right? Fuck, this is hard. The veto segment. Well, I think it'll be easier if like we do one each, then it'll be like ripping the band-aid off. I think. Well, it, it, yours immediate. Uh, yeah, it, the, the, it's uh, it's we're not pulling it all at once. Yeah. All right. So do you want so to do, do you want me to start off? OK, this is yeah, you start off. this is going to be I feel bad for doing this, but I'm going to veto the social network because okay. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's, I'm excited to do it, but I, I kind of don't want to be bummed out while doing all the research. <laughs> I don't want to be looking at all the, the atrocities and like, while it, it excites me at this time, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> no, f- fair enough. I, you know what? And we could always, we, again, I do want to do always, this episode though. We like, could always come back to these. Always. Like mm-hmm. we, we are, we are putting pressure on ourselves but i think like for example if josie and the pussycats doesn't make it like doesn't isn't the one chosen i still like to talk about it i'd like to talk about all these movies yeah. so social i get you i get where you're coming from i'm cool yeah i think it's uh, i think it's good okay now i thought it was gonna be norbit <laughs> i have oh, two man. i have oh. two vetoes oh, yeah, you so have two we'll see. okay one i have to veto uh wheels on meals okay i Damn man, I it's like I want to do a Jackie Chan film too. Uh, I don't know the this it just doesn't not this particular I, one, and I think the I think the other choices you have are just immediately more stronger. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in terms of immediacy. Yeah, I got to go with meals on or wheels on meals, man. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Like the, the, we we gave ourselves two vetoes a piece, so yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we'll be good. Okay, so. The other one that I wanted that I'm going to veto is um, is Boogie Nights. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This, All right. But they're both like Oscar winning movies and I vetoed them both. <laughs> I was, I, well, no, but I, all right. I was thinking My, it was, again, I, I was thinking it's going to be Norbit. <laughs> All right. Boogie Nights. All right. Yeah. How, how you feeling about it? Well, I, I love that movie. I just don't. It's it's part of it's going into like being bummed out by doing all the research, um, and Boogie I nice is very depressing. And I think the other films that we have are more more relevant to today. I think. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So my last veto, and I know we talked about this earlier, and I think it's still going to go through, but just to kind of make it easier on my process, I'm going to veto Josie and the Pussycats. The one that you brought in. No, but, but As a because, joke. But, but because I'm going to veto it because I think Space Jam is amazing film to talk about. And I, I have always wanted to watch the good, the bad, and the weird. So, I, I mean... All right. Y- you don't have to veto Josie and the Pussycats from my end. Or unless... Cause y- you know what I mean? Like, it's still no. trying... I'm trying to get it into the bracket. 
and I don't want to. I, I just. I don't. I, I still want to talk about Josie and the Pussycats, but I don't want to veto Space Jam because I think it would make it an amazing episode, and I don't want to veto the good, the bad, and the weird because I've always wanted to see it. And you're right, we haven't talked about Asian-centric films at all. And I'm like, you know what? This would be a great fucking film to talk about. So yeah. since we decide on Josie and the Pussycat, I think it should go to the semifinals. And I'm going to just veto it on your list, but it's still Wait, on mine. You can't, I don't, you, I can't, tra- you can't do that. You, <sighs> God, either it's, oh. it's removed or you veto something else. Oh, This is fuck. the decision. Oh... Oh fuck! I, okay, I gotta veto Josie as a pussy. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I just gotta. Fine. I I want I wanted to, but you said Space Jam, and I was like, that's an amazing episode. <laughs> and then you said the Good Band of Weird. And I'm like, fuck. Why? Yeah, no, that that's a perfect choice. No, I, I and I've always wanted to see it. I'm like, fuck. Okay, it's no, so I, good. I, um, I've never I've never seen this. But you know what? We're gonna continue making episodes, so we'll get to these eventually. Just not yeah. next. That's fine. No, all right, I got you. All right, that was that was the hard part. And I think this should be we should try to be clinical about this. Like, how much yeah. of it does it match the criteria that we listed before? Yeah. Wait. So okay. So Rick, quick, quick summary. What films have made it through? I Space just, I Jam, wanna... Thirteen Going on Thirty, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, and Norbit. What a fucking list! Jesus Christ. Okay. So, uh, I love it though. All right, so disparity between Space Jam um, audience reactions and critical reactions, like definitely people, critics did not like that movie, but you know, today you can still see, you know, people wearing Toon Squad shirts. They're making a sequel. Um, so it has pop culture staying power. It can be fun to talk about. I think it would be phenomenal to talk about that movie. Fun, strong feelings about it relevant to today it, it checks off all these lists you know like, it, it, that's what i'm saying like that's that's why you said space jam boom a, a light bulb went in, off in my head because i'm like uh, it would because it, it fits a lot of it disparity mm-hmm. pop culture it's gonna be fun to talk about right, i'm having um, it go up again i'm weighing it against 13 going on 30 okay see i would actually pick space jam over 13 going on 30 because while mm-hmm. i love 13 going on 30 i think it doesn't fill as much criteria as Space Jam. All right. I think Space Jam is that film that, like, and again, look, we're both millennials. Like, mm-hmm. this was this was a movie that was designed for us, right? Yeah, and it was the kids when, and do you when know, our parents took. Do you know when the Space Jam movie comes out? A New Legacy, July sixteenth. Oh, it's all right. The so here's here is the counter argument: We'll be beating the movie to by like what three months because this episode's going to come out or the space jam episode's going to come out two weeks after this episode and that mm-hmm. puts us on the second of may yeah. are we hitting that space jam market too early we might be should we plan yeah, it, space it, it, jam for another time closer to the release date of the movie i'm kind of leaning towards yeah, yeah. actually when you, when you put it that way yeah I, I i mean if we're being strategic about this the episode would come out on the weekend, if not like a week before, you know, and so people could kind of prep, because mm-hmm. um, some people are gonna rewatch it. Yeah, no, okay, no, you know what? You convinced me. This is oh my we, God. we're gonna do Space Jam, but we we have to plan ahead. Yeah, we would have to plan ahead very soon. But I, okay, then comparatively, yeah, okay, space. So, 
Do we want to cut Space Jam from the next episode? Yep. Okay. Space Jam. I'm sorry. We'll we'll jam we'll jam again some other time. We'll be back. soon. We'll be back. We'll yeah. definitely be back. There will definitely be a retrograde Space Jam episode. If it's the la- if the world is ending, goddamn it, we're gonna make sure we record that episode <laughs> before it ends. <laughs> I think it's a, it's way too perfect of a film yeah. not to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, like it just we'll ride our bicycles in the post apocalyptic landscape, USB drives of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, um, there is something I did want to point out with thirteen going on thirty as to mm-hmm. why it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. You just turned thirty. I turned right? thirty one. Oh goddamn! I keep man. I forget. I keep forgetting how old I am. Okay, you. But you're 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 in your late. You're, you're late I feel like we've you're, talked you're, about you're, my birthday and how it's so easy to remember. And you, here you go, forgetting how old I am. To to be fair, to be fair, I've been forgetting how old I am. It's all right. Like I'm, I, I won't take it I personally. Keep, I know your memory. I, it's uh it's funny i was talking to this guy uh who was visiting my dad's uh my dad's work area and he was like uh how old are you and i was like oh shit how old am i i was like i i keep forgetting the only reason i keep remembering is because i'm gonna be turning 28 this year and my birthday's on november 28th so it's kind of like your uh what your magical twilight birthday or some 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 shit i something like that uh and it was my mom who pointed that out I didn't even know. It. I'm like, fuck. It's the one time it'll happen, unless you turn 128. Yeah, and I it wasn't. It was pointed out to me. I didn't figure it out. My mom was like, "Oh, this is the year that your your age aligns with your date," and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Cause I've been forgetting how old I am. <laughs> I still feel like I'm 21. Yeah. Uh, mentally, mm-hmm. I, me- I mean, I see that. physically, physically, I'm like 60. <laughs> Emotionally. Uh, I feel 21, and mentally I'm like 14. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Austin, be real. Does this does this seem out of character? I mean, I, would, I mean, you know how hard I went for Transformers. Yeah, maybe a little bit older than 14, I think, because you you did suggest Munich. That kind of makes you seem a little bit more mature mentally. 16, then. <laughs> yeah, but. But it's but it's so, so it's it's a very strange area. But okay, so you're 31. I think it would be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Just maybe like maybe maybe you could compare or compare and contrast. I don't know. If there's an age thing, I thought it was 30, man. I thought it was 30, and it was like, oh, this would have been perfect because like Austin's like Jennifer Gardner. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, okay, but okay. So thirteen going on thirty, still still around. Yeah, um, so that's gonna make it to the semifinals. All right, all right. I'm feeling that. And now we're between. Uh, oh, because it was because it was Space Jam versus thirteen going on thirty. Okay. Yeah. So now we have the good, the bad, and the weird versus Norbit. Okay. So again, the criteria. Let me pull it up again. Disparity between audience and critics. Norbit uh, probably has that, right? I thought No, no, no. no. Uh, people dislike the movie. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, well, actually actually no, no, let me look it up because the thing about Norbit is that critics hate it, obviously. Do audiences hate it? I don't I mean it says it has a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes for audiences. Critics yeah. think it's a 9%. That's a that's a, you know, I mean they both dislike it, but there is a disparity. I think 
Norbit is a strange situation because, look, this movie played on TBS, on UPN, yeah, all the time. It's one of those films that you will watch in the background. You'll always see it around. Mm-hmm. Do you really like it? Probably not. But you have seen it a lot of times. I'm, I'm guessing, right? Or I, you, I, When I see it, I change the channel. Like, it's just an inf- in- instinct. I'm like, oh, I guess there's nothing on TV. I guess I'll watch the blank screen. <laughs> I it, It's it's very... Norbit is a very strange situation because I feel like people hate it, but they're willing to accept it, but they're calling it out, but then critics hate it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh. And, and the thing is, too, I genuinely believe that the actual story of Norbit could have been done pretty well. Pretty decently, actually. Okay. I think there's the message to Norbit is pretty interesting. I like it. I like the message behind it. Now, the execution? Shit, middle school George loved the shit out of it. But And mentally, he's the... still there. He's still I mean, in there. I might... Damn, I mean, you know. I still might really like it. But there are there are some things that would that we would talk about, which is mm-hmm. like um, Eddie Murphy put, being put in yellow face that has not aged. Jesus well. Christ! And, and, I didn't oh, know yeah, that he, happened in the movie. What? Oh, dude, he does the accent and everything. And I mean, if you if we're talking about relevancy, we're talking about a- Asian hate right now. Yeah, because that's a thing. And look, maybe it's been a thing look, for a while, but now people are you know starting to pay attention. I think. Oh, it's it's always been a thing. But now, but now it is now there is the Asian hate, yeah. the, the the name. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, it, it's kind of like you know, kind of like um, it's like the ha- it's like the name that's attributed to a movement. Black Lives Matter. Me too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And now it is Asian hate. Stop AAPI hate. I think is the the campaign oh, e- e- slogan. Yeah. yeah. So and look, I uh, look. All right. So Eddie do we Murphy, want to to talk about a movie that? does that it, it is racist or should we talk about a movie that shows like south korean filmmaking mastery i think oh damn i mean in terms of a positive light absolutely the the good the bad and the ugly and the weird sorry yeah. um it's a tough subject because on one hand you want to champion good cinema right Right. Especially from different cultures. And Good Man of the Weird, I'm sure is good cinema. I haven't seen it, obviously. Um, but, I, I mean, people yeah. love it. I love um, it. I think it is also, though, important to talk about negative depictions of it. Because, especially in something like Norbit. Because Eddie Murphy's a big name. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, one of the, he's one of the best, most popular comedians of all time. And I think looking at what he did, look, Eddie Murphy doesn't hate Asian people. As far it doesn't seem like it, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't want to throw him under that bus. But I think he there was a certain kind of maybe callousness when trying to portray something like that, you know, where it's like, yeah. oh, it's just a joke. And Eef. I think that 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 term is thrown a lot, uh, thrown a around lot. a lot. I've, yeah. I've thrown that I've thrown that line a lot. Where yeah. it's like, look, man, it's just a joke. The reality is though. You can't control how people react to something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I saw someone and, on, on Twitter. Uh, I forgot, what was it? It was, um, you're so sensitive. No, you're being mean and I'm reacting. Yes. Yes. And I think and I think there uh, a lot of people, there's this disparity where it's like, look, how, how far does a joke need to go? Because at the end of the day, comedy 
it's a form of free speech and if you've got a good joke okay but you kind of have to look at the unintended consequences of it what are the unintended consequences of eddie murphy being putting on yellowface not exactly asian hate but it contributes to it it helps it dehumanize them and it, it makes you not care about them yes in something like Norbit, I don't think Eddie Murphy is contributing to like this. You know what? I'm a beat. I'm a. I see this Asian guy and I'm a beat the shit out of him. But it but does kind of. add to this dehumanizing way where subconsciously you're thinking, well, you know what? Like, yeah, it is funny, isn't it? Funny how Asian people have the have like the like their eye their distinct eyes. Isn't their skin funny? Like, what's so funny about it? Well, it's just funny, and Eddie Murphy agrees with it. You know what I mean? In a weird subconscious level, you are dehumanizing them. And I think it's really important to look at that as well, to, to, to retroactively look back and it's like, yeah, this isn't cool. But is this what we need right now? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I know I'm... Because I, 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 I think it's important to talk about this stuff, but... Definitely. Like, also, it is a movie that meant something to you You have a personal relationship with the movie but in terms of um how we haven't talked about a film that depicted asian culture or like predominantly asian actors i think to to go and do norbit i I feel like it's the wrong move especially when it's we have it pit up against like a south korean movie (laughs) yeah that's what i was gonna say too and and look um it, again, I still stand. I, you know, I think it's one of those important things that you should talk about, right? Absolutely. Because you gotta, you gotta call these things out. Mm-hmm. However, is it something that we need right now? Because look, I, I'd love to talk about this movie, and I'd love to talk about Same. the positive, the, the positive that I see in it, right? Because it, it's, it's not Eddie Murphy, like it's not the yellow face, um, right? I think the inherent message behind it, I think, is very important, and it resonates a lot with me. But, but real talk. Do we need this right now when Asian Americans are being bullied and being attacked? Dude, especially just not even like in the past few weeks, but in the past year because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I'd hate to do this, but I don't think so. Again, I'd love to talk about it. Save it for another day. And And look, and at the end of the day, the good, the bad, the weird. We haven't done a movie like it. Like, it's it's action-packed, but it's Asian-centric. We haven't done it. It's a catchy-ass title. I've heard a lot about it. I think the guy from uh, Parasite, like, the guy who plays the, the dad, I think he's the weird. Oh, really? I think so. <laughs> he's, a, he's a phenomenal actor. He's great. No, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do the good, the bad, and the weird. Like, like let's put... Let's, let's move it to the next round. Next round? All right. The good, the bad... I, I, you know what, Norbit? I'm sorry. We'll get back to you, but as of right now, and honestly, I want to watch the good, the bad, and the weird. Like I, that too. I don't know. I don't know anything about this movie, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. All right. So we have thirteen going on thirty versus the good, the bad, and the weird. <sighs> to me, there's a clear winner. Is it the good, the bad, and the weird? Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling that way too. Like I do want to do a movie um, that has it's more like female leaning, I guess. Yeah. Because we don't really talk about movies where the main character is a, a female protagonist. 
That's that's redundant. I, outside of, <laughs> I mean, the only one that we've done was Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde and Candyman, I think, I think were the only films that we've talked about that have a, a female protagonist. Yeah. And, and even then, uh, like Candyman is, <clears throat> it, it isn't even so much about the female experience, right? Uh, you're looking at it through a woman, but it's really about uh, the, the city, um, mm-hmm. Cabrini Green. Yeah, and it's it, it's about black culture and uh, and so and Legally Blonde is very much about a woman's perspective because you have people constantly ridicule, ridiculing her and thinking that she can't that she can't you know do this because right. you know she talks like this a little bit you know and she knows what she recognizes Prada uh, <laughs> that because of that she can't be a lawyer. Thirteen going on thirty is kind of an extension of that. I still like to come back to it. And I think we obviously, I think I already have a list of movies that kind of focus a little bit more on the female experience from different angles. Obviously, 13 Going on 30, uh, one of the films that I've always wanted to talk about is The Descent. Same. Yeah, Absolutely I, the same. I, I saw that movie that. I have not seen ago. it. Dude, The Descent is so fucking good. All right. It's so good. It's And it has almost uh, a whole female cast. Mm-hmm. And I think with like one guy who barely is in it, and it's not even so much about like the female experience, but it is like um, it it kind of plays a bit with the tropes of horror films, especially with women, mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, and it's just it's such a great fucking film, so so good. It's and another reason I want to talk about that movie is because I know like I'm a coward when it comes to horror films. <laughs> But I, it's such a good one, and it's gory. It's very gory. It's it's violent. It's depressing. It's scary. But even if you're not a, a fan of horror, I think you could get something out of this movie. All um, right, that sounds great. And, and thirteen going on thirty was in the more immediate choice, but the good, the bad, and the weird. I think it would be our first Asian centric film. We haven't done a lot of that. It's an action film, which we've done a lot. But you know what? I want new perspectives. I've n- I want to see a film that I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, I think it's going to be the first movie that we've done that's not an American production. I, it, it, it's not in English, right? It's not in English. It's in uh, Korean. Have we... You know, uh, hold on. Uh, every film we've done every, has been in English. Yeah. Every film we've done has been in English. So, and again, just trying to... Diversify our catalog a little bit more. Yeah, and I also not to mention our like our more successful or more listened to episodes. They've all been across different genres. I think our top five were RoboCop, Speed Racer, Legally Blonde, Children of Men, and The Blues Brothers. You know what? And I think this. I think this movie could go up there as well. I, you know, I think uh, it'd be interesting. I love what I've heard about it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm sold on the good, the bad, and the weird. All right, so our user responses is, is going to, they have a tall order ahead of them. A tall order. They have a, a fearsome opponent ahead of them in the good, the bad, and the weird. All right, should I read them off right now? Yeah, yeah go for it. All right, we have, wait, hold on, let me type them out, then I'll read them to you. Okay. I was very much set on Josie and the Pussycats and Space Jam. Same. But, but, you know, I think, uh, especially, it's interesting putting the good, the bad, and the weird next to Norbit. You know what I mean? It's fate, kind man. Of, 
it it was and it's kind of like and with everything happening right now it's like nah you know what like again i i think it's important to call out people when they do stuff like yellow face and stuff you know we can't forget about what we've done and our mm-hmm. history but you know what though look why did you veto the social network and boogie nights because they are both depressing films about things not going well in society and look and we've had a whole year of that how about we do how about we change it up a little bit yeah <laughs> and i'm like you know what fuck it let's do it yeah i'm pumped but we're gonna have to see the the the, the wild cards okay all right so here's my my wheel I, i'm using the color or the picker wheel that you guys like i'm gonna okay. uh wait can you stream it on this door yeah if i could see it Yes, I will stream it and I will capture it so that we can put it on our socials when people will see the wheel spinning and be like, oh, they're doing it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah we're, hey, man, we want we want your guys' opinions. We do. It gives us that, like, validation, you know? Like, oh, yeah, people are listening. I'm not absolutely. screaming into the void. <laughs> exactly. So let's look at, let's look at these, uh, oh, right. man, there's already, uh, oh there's already there's one that i would take out immediately and one that i really want to win so that we can but, uh, score it up against okay so our our entrance are memento directed by christopher, christopher nolan. nolan team america matt stone and trey parker i'm assuming i think so pulp fiction quentin tarantino Tar- Tarantino! Oh, the film bro is gonna come out of me, man. (laughs) Oh, man, Tarantino! That movie is is pretty good. And the soundtrack is so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Space Jam also. Space Jam introduced me to the Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Wait, when? Hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. You hit him low, hit him low. No? When the fuck? I don't even Hit him high on the soundtrack? It's the Monstars song, the Monstars theme. I can't remember that. Bro. <laughs> well, in July, we'll get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to have to. I just got into Wu-Tang Clan and A Tribe Called Quest. Like, I'm barely getting into, like, early hip-hop, man. I am. Those are God, two I'm, great I'm, entrants in the, into your musical um, no, it and dude, I'm loving them. They are great. I mean, you have to remember that what I the rap I grew up with was, uh, "I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll let you with the lollipop." Fifty cent, yeah. Which hey, look, it's still entertaining, but and it's uh, to be honest, know. the only Wu Tang album I've listened to is the first one. But I love that album. That's like one of my favorite albums. Anyway, Pulp Fiction, uh, Titanic, solid choice. Labyrinth. Uh, is, you're not crazy about Labyrinth. <laughs> I have a funny story behind it. All right. I, I love that. I'm a big fan of David Bowie and a big fan of puppets. So you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe. Yeah. I go on. Rubber. You got the sentient tire. I really want to see it that. It is 2011, though. So it is kind of breaking the rules a little bit. Uh, social. I mean, again, it's a uh, it's a wiggle room. The social network. Area. I can like accept because it is so relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, the big Lebowski solid love this movie hated it the first time i saw it loved it every time afterwards this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass larry <laughs> i don't like uh, you i don't like a jerk off face i don't like a jerk off attitude and i don't like you jerk off 
the Phantom, which is the the superhero with Billy Zane. Yes, we got two Billy Zane, two films Billy here. Zane entrants, and two um, Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Because the next one is the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, your favorite Look, movie. I oh fucking love. Oh, should it. I call it the Dark Knight? Because that's I mean, put some T- respect TDK. TDK. The Grace Lee Project, which interesting. You were talking about it earlier. Yeah, very interesting. That was like, oh shit, we don't we don't have any movies uh, featuring an Asian cast, a predominantly Asian cast, or telling an Asian story. So I'm like, yeah, you I gotta, you said that, and you it, it like alarms went off in my head and i was like no we no and it's like oh wait no you're right we we don't (laughs) i I was about to say like yes we do what are you saying we're racist and then it's like oh wait no you're totally right we've neglected them so you know what i'm i'm in it let's go and then mean girls which is a movie that also has like a pretty like racial stereotypical portrayal of an asian character which i didn't know about until very recently like i I hadn't thought about it until recently. I rewatched the film uh, a few months ago. I love it. Yeah, really same. great film. But yeah, the only like two or three Asian characters, and they and they they don't speak English. Which look, I'm, I'm not saying they have to, but it is. It it's 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 They're almost played, less like, like characters and more like haha funny. It it's it, well, it's more of a, a laugh. It's like oh haha, isn't it funny how they're not speaking English? Yeah. Uh, um, I love Mean Girls, but kind of, yeah, kind of problematic. Okay, so here we go. We are spinning the wheel now. The Grace Lee Project. What? Oh, damn. What? Holy shit. What are the odds? Damn. My damn. God. Wow, it's interesting. It, dude, it's like you said earlier. It's like the fate. Is fate. Damn. Like, holy shit. Dude. Can I, okay, can I be honest and tell you which films I didn't want to, wanted to get? Sure. The Dark Knight, because we're going to have to do it. Yeah. But uh, I think it'd be interesting if we, because my friend, Ivan, who I went to high school with, wants to do the Bat, uh, Batman Begins. And I was like, oh, well, if, if we if we could have you on for Batman Begins and we would follow it up with the Dark Knight like a, a few episodes later. So I'm like, I'd like I don't want to do Dark Knight and then Batman Begins, you know, just the order. Yeah, uh, it's just a technical thing. And the other one, I know that was in that was the one now. I didn't want to do. The one I did want to win Team America mm-hmm. because fucking new Captain America. I hate him. And it goes back to the meme that you put up. And I was like, you know what? He doesn't get Captain uh, Team America, <laughs> and I want to. You know what? Fuck the new Cap. I want to make fun of, of uh, Team America. Like, I want to make fun of that America. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wanted that, but the Grace Lee Project, great choice though, and another documentary which we haven't done another, too many. Of. Genre bending, like our it's um going against well, it, the grain of what we've been doing. Yeah, the only time that we only thought doc- we've done was um, side by side. Side by side, which was a, I thought it was a great episode. Some cool insight. Uh, it's more of a launching point into what we were really doing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this would be, we actually dive deep into the story of the documentary. What is this? Who, who's Grace Lee? What? Grace Lee is a very common name amongst Asian women. And it kind of like goes into their stories to say who they actually are, what, um, 
the expectations for people with the name like what do people project onto the all, all kinds of things is it like it seems like a really cool documentary like a slice of life kind of thing showing you a different perspective it's on canopy too you have that so the gracely project i don't know anything about gracely uh, i don't i don't this isn't i couldn't find anything on youtube but it's on canopy which is how we watch side by side and it's about the deconstruction of an asian american stereotype when award-winning Korean-American filmmaker Grace Lee was growing up in Missouri, she was the only Grace Lee she knew. As an adult, however, she moved to New York and then California, where everyone she met seemed to know another Grace Lee. But why did they assume that all Grace Lees were nice, dutiful, piano-playing bookworms? This refreshing film reveals the intriguing contradiction of the Grace Lee persona. Simultaneously impressive and forgettable, special and generic, an emblem of a subculture and an individual who def who defies categorization. With wit and charm, the Grace Lee Project challenges the cultural investments made in the idea of Grace Lee, all the while sending her a love letter. Official selection at the South by Southwest Film Festival, nominated for Best Documentary Fil Feature at the Los Angeles Film Festival. Dude, let's fucking do it. Let's do both. You said this earlier. Let's do it. Yeah. I think, look. We were saying that earlier, kind of jokingly, it's like, oh, it was destiny or the calling. But like, look, I don't know, man. I'm not superstitious, but I kind of am a little bit. I'm not superstitious at all. You're not? No. I, I'm a, I'm a little bit like, you know, sometimes the universe just sends you shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you just got to roll with it. And look, we, we've talked a lot about different types of movie and wanting to diversify our catalog. This, this is it. Yeah. Exactly. We we ended up on two we ended up on two films that are different than anything we've talked about. Yes, good a bit the good the bad and the weird is an action film, but it is a very Asian centric film with with subtitles, which would be a first for us. Grace Lee Project is a film that is it is a documentary about a woman who we know very little of. Like we 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 don't know this much that much about the story. Let's learn about it. That's that's why we make the fucking podcast. Mm -hmm. To learn, to rewatch. What did we learn? What did we pick up from this time that we didn't the first time? You know, it's like, it's widening our own personal gazes. That's what happened yeah. with Little Shop of Hearts and um and uh, Legally Blonde. Even mm -hmm. if it's just a little bit wider than before. And and look, we as we were saying earlier today, there's a lot of Asian hate right now, man. A lot of it, and. There's so much negativity about it, and it's like, maybe it, it comes from ignorance. Yeah. A lot of people just, you know, they're just, just like, oh, it's, you know, I don't want to watch a film with subtitles because it's too hard. Do you know how narrow that view is? Do you know, it's just... There's also, just like, you can, even if, like, you have a hard time reading, like, you can always put the, the dubs over, you know, it's... It's a different cinematic language that, that they yeah. use in South Korea or, or Hong Kong or Japan. It's different from Hollywood. I, you know, and you're missing out on so much good cinema, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, look, man, I, I want to talk about stuff like Norbert and stuff. But you know what? I also want this to be educational on my part and to the viewers. And you know what? If we, we were talking about this earlier, that people have listened to the podcast or if they've watched the ads and they want to go back and watch the film... If we could introduce these two films to if one person, one of our listeners watches either of these projects, I'm gonna feel good. Yeah, same. I'm I'm gonna feel like you know what? I widened my gaze. 
and I, I and I kind of brought attention to these projects. You know what I mean? Yeah. That same. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck, let's do both. Let's do both. Like maybe, maybe it was fate, or maybe it was just by chance. What, however you want to see it. I'm like, you know what? This is happening right now, and let's do it. Let's and do it's with it. two projects that sound dope as fuck. So you know what? We'll do. Um, which one do you want to do first? Uh, the Grace Lee project, I think. Okay. It's an hour long. Um, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of research um, into the making of the film because it's so small. Mm-hmm. So I think, it'll, and it's an only an hour long too. Yeah. Let's okay. We'll we'll do Grace Lee, and then we'll do the good, the bad, and the weird. Right. I think. Damn, man, this worked out really well. So good, and it was it was a fun conversation. I think this made a yeah, good episode. I, Maybe we can do this again sometime down the line. Yeah, it really it, it's better than like sometimes just uh, picking a random film. <laughs> I don't think the films are ever random. No, uh, but sometimes it's like, well, maybe this one could work. But I don't think it's ever been as comprehensive as this one. Yeah. Where it's like we have a list and we talk about what makes our podcast us and kind of where we shine. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've gone as intensive as this because, I mean, we've gone in an hour and 13 minutes, uh, at least on the raw end of the like the, the recording. Yeah. I'm very happy with the with the projects with that, that we got out of this. Yeah. Same. I think this was a very... I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I think this is something to, like, you know, keep, 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 keeping at it. You know, it's like a... Yeah, absolutely. An adrenaline boost. Especially when we have, like... Because, I mean, look, we're, we're, we are going to talk about films that are, like, you know, uh, kind of hip. You know, I mean, like, look, we're going to talk about Harry Potter because it's Harry Potter. We're going to talk about... J.K. Yeah. J.K. Rowling. There's a lot of shit to talk about with J.K. Mm-hmm. So, and Lord of the Rings... Mm-hmm. But Space Jams have, is happening. Space Jams obviously happening. Uh, but I feel like we have to Josie now, like eventually. Yeah, we like, do. We, we yeah, both picked I, it. it might be the it might be the third film that we do. Yeah, because we were so set on doing it as well. So it'll probably be Grace Lee Project, the Good, the Bad, and the Weird, then Josie and the Pussycats. We'll be a few weeks late, but it's still like it's the twentieth anniversary. I'm still curious to see it. Yeah, you know? and it's maybe also we go a week. Another musical, and I gotta say, um, you, you said you don't like musicals, but every musical we've covered, you like. Maybe you gotta do some soul searching, and just come to terms uh, with, you know, shit, you don't I, yeah. hate musicals. <laughs> I might not, cause man, some... Willy Wonka is so good <laughs> at Little Shop. I still listen to the Little Shop of Hearts. <laughs> Dude, I was listening to it for so long after. Oh, it's uh, I'm a leaving out of space now. Me, oh, it's so. And then just the beginning with the piano. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That's how. That's how you start a fucking movie. Yeah.
you know how like people are like you like the first shot is very important because you need to like hook your audience in. Yeah. Nothing has ever hooked me as much as that piano melody. Or mm, mm, mm. actually, that's a lie. Cause Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars the best opening ever. Yeah. Yeah. But the piano is. Little shop, little shop of horrors, little shop, little shop of terrors. I we got to put a little bit of here. So if you haven't seen our little shop episode, like yeah, I we got to insert a little bit of the music so you can understand. Like oh shit. Fuck, yeah, bops. That one also was a pretty popular listen. I think was well, our social media engagement was pretty high on that one, with good reason, man. Because it's uh, I really regret not having seen it sooner. Uh, and it's funny because a friend of mine has uh, su- apparently she says she suggested it a while ago, and I didn't listen. <laughs> I guess because I guess because like oh, it's a musical. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. I'll put that. I'll put that in the suggestion box, and I take the little note and I to- I rip it up and I toss it. I'm like, God, what a pleb! Yeah, turns out I was the pleb all along. My brother is, is, is listens to the podcast and he's like, "Hey, how come George says he hates musicals? He likes all of them that you've done." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I. You know what? To offset it, I need an episode. We need to do an episode with a musical that I don't like. Do you not like The Sound of Music? Is that the one that you don't like? Oh, yeah, yeah. I always fall asleep. It's not that I don't like it. I just always fall asleep. I was always bored. Yeah, my, my brother says, like, the second half of the movie is like an action movie. Because they're, like, really? escaping from Nazis. That's the uh, that's the part I'm always asleep in. <laughs> you know what? There are two musicals that, or three musicals that come to my mind that I think I'm really going to, or kind of enjoy. Um, High School Musical obviously you like that one. hell yeah <laughs> troy bolton is my man <laughs> we're all in this together uh you know um uh, really like that one then there's this french new wave film called the umbrellas of chur i'm, I'm gonna butcher this churberg you've Cherberg. mentioned that before man french new wave umbrella movie oh tore my ass up i was crying so much <laughs> shit broke me oh and then um the third one is wizard of oz which uh i know a friend of mine who wants to who wants to guest star and she wants that's the film she wants to talk about she's kind of nice it's the uh she is kind of like uh the brandon to blues brothers awesome you know? we need some of that yeah she loves wizard of oz i think she was like oh i've read the book and stuff and i'm like you know what now that I'm thinking about it, I did really like Wizard of Oz as a kid. I just I haven't seen it in so long. Fuck. Do I really like musicals? I think you do, dude. Now we're going to have to do uh, The Sound of Music. Because I want to see that second half. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that first half with the kids and the singing, I'm like, ugh. Boring. <laughs> but that second act, second half, I want to see Nazis just getting blown apart. Well, they're Ba-da-ra! not. They're chasing them. It's not like a not fighting well, okay them. no you know still some sort of action <laughs> <laughs> all right no but no this was a this was a good episode good discussion. solid episode good discussion like this this could have this could have gone real south like we could have been really butthurt about our vetoes not gonna lie kind of upset um meals on wheels and give it a chance but you know i i can still watch it and enjoy you know, Jackie and- Chan and all his greatness 
and the thing is too we're gonna have to come back to the man jackie chan has a legacy i mean when you talk about asian american representation i mean jackie chan he's kind of he's near the top man yeah next to bruce lee oh you know what else would have been good cradle to the grave jet lee dmx uh, oh, you know that song <gasps> X gonna DMX. give it to you. He made yeah. he he wanted to put down his album, but the producer made him put it in the movie. Oh, they, but uh, that would have been timely. Poor DMX man. Uh, oh. It feels like I did. I I thought about suggesting it, but I'm like I don't want to like I don't seem like I'm trying to capitalize on the guy on his death. Yeah, that if and yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. It would have been an interesting choice. I think it would have been timely. But, you know, I mean, ultimately, I think we we this worked out very well. Yeah, I'm very happy with um, this episode. I think, yeah, because I feel like... Because even the films that we've all chosen, I'm like, I do want to go back to all of these. And yeah. I wanted, it was just about which is most urgent. And you know what? When we were talking about everything that's happening right now, I'm like, these films seem like the perfect opportunity so let's yeah uh no great episode man and i hope you guys at home loved it as much as we did uh please let us know what movies you you'd like for us to talk so we could probably throw throw the next we could for the next episode where we talk about what we what we'd like to do we could take your suggestions or email us someone did and we're gonna talk about his movie yep yeah no shout out to my old boss for suggesting the grace lee project I'm really hyped. Me too. I'm really curious. I'm really curious to see what this is like. Super timely, and you know what? And also another thing too. The thing about the Grace Lee Project is that it is a, it's like a very independent film, right? Yeah. Because the Good, the Bad, and the Weird, uh, was a was was made by a studio. It's in the studio system. They had a budget, obviously. You know. Grace Lee Project, this seems like it's a passion project for someone. Yeah. And they went to South by Southwest, super, who knows what their budget was. I want to I wanna shout those filmmakers out too. The people who, not the Christopher Nolans and the Tarantinos who make millions of dollars off of these films. The people who are working full-time jobs and still finding a way to make their films. I admire you mm-hmm. guys. We have I think more that's... in common with them than we do with Tarantino and Nolan. And look, I, lo- and look, I love Nolan. I fucking love Nolan. But you know what? I also want to give, I want to give the other people a shout out too, and I want to give the director of the Grace Lee Project a shout out because you know what? I bet you they worked their ass off for that mm-hmm. film, and it, it it's clearly good, and it's about a and it's about an important subject. So you know what? Yeah, no, best turnout for the episode. I can't I can't stress it enough. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. You can follow us on our social medias at retrograde underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. TikTok is coming soon, I think. I'm just going to just, I'm just going to do it. Um, And we have fate on Facebook as well. Our new episodes are out every other Sunday. So you'll be hearing the, our episode on the Grace Lee Project May 2nd. Um, oh, with the, the special announcement. The special announcement. Oh, good yeah. good memory, George. Good memory. For once, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we are, our artist has a... All right, I knew it. I knew it was this. Okay. All right. All right. Our I don't feel like artist, it's all right. Our podcast art artist, 
Janelle has um, put some retrograde merch on her Redbubble. So we would really appreciate it if you went and support her and rep our podcast. We are selling or she's selling stickers with their retrograde logo. You could put it on your water bottle. I have mine on my water bottle. It looks really cool. Um, Leanna, my girlfriend, has like one of the bigger stickers on her car. So she's like repping the pod um, in her Prius. I lo- Look, man, you can't tell Leanna this, but I fucking love her, man. She is. <laughs> Man, she is the dopest of dope. Mm-hmm. Like, super... Man, she supports us, and she's fucking great. But you can never tell her, <laughs> all right? Like, you can't. Like, when she asked, what did George say? He's like, oh, he just said, like, you're awful, and he wants to punch you. Like, that's what you have to... You can't tell her that I, I think she's dope as fuck. Because uh, when I, when you showed me the picture of the, the sticker on her car, low-key, I kind of teared up a little bit. Aw. It was really nice. It was really... Yeah. Man, do you know how much you have to like something to put a sticker on your car? Yeah, she's got Cats, Star Wars, and Retrograde Podcast. She put us next to Star Wars, bro. <laughs> like, fuck. Damn. Leanna's dope, mm-hmm. but you can't tell her. And you can't tell her to listen to this episode. Well, she's like, oh, she'll, man. Get, she'll eventually listen to it. Nah, she, you gotta be like, nah, skip it. George, he, he goes on some rants, man. That shit's <laughs> wild. You know? Um... Yeah, and it, we're also selling masks since masks are still going to be a thing for the rest of the year, seemingly. Um, and you can't go into stores without one anyway, so might as well rep the pod and you know pick up one of our one of the masks that Janelle is selling on her Redbubble. Um, we're gonna post the links to everything on our socials. So do you want some retrograde merch? Just check out our socials, and it'll be there. There's also magnets too. Forgot. There's magnets. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, but the the artwork has always turned out great from her. We we actually commissioned another art piece from her uh, for our Willy Wonka episode, and it's awesome. Like she just gets it, man. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Janelle as well. Really great. Yeah, and check, love her stuff. Man. Check out her other stuff too if you if you like her style, or if you want if you want to be like drawn in the cartoon form. Like she, her pricing is very reasonable. Absolutely, man. Totally. And it turns out it's high quality, man. And mm-hmm. we've been we've been using this on all our ads and now it's going to be in our masks. Yeah. It holds up. It's great. It's great. And as always, you know, if you like this podcast, you can rate and review us, but also like tell tell somebody who maybe, you know, likes movies or likes hearing people talk about movies. Um, you can send them a recommendation. You know, that helps. That's that's the, how we spread. That's how we get bigger. That's how we're able to like do more things, and I don't know, maybe eventually we can do weekly episodes. But you know, that's I think that's the goal. Absolutely, there, there's so much room to to grow. No, but thank you very much, you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thanks again. All right, y'all. See ya.